0: Welcome to the Service MVP Podcast, and my name is Joe Crisera, America's Service Sales Coach, and we're here joined by one of my best friends in the electrical business. His name is Ken Burns. Ken, say hi to our team. How are you doing there? I'm doing good. How are you, Joe? I'm doing great, Ken. You know, uh, my heart is always warmed because every time we talk, I'm always just uh, seeing you grow level by level. Uh, every time we see somebody could get better and better all the time, it's just like uh, I always say to people, I'm, "I'm not getting older; I'm getting better." It sounds like you're doing yeah. the same thing, Ken.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, it, I, I owe a lot, a lot of that to you. But yeah, I've uh, I feel like I've been growing every single day. I learned something new.
0: Well, Ken, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, and your background a little bit first, and then we'll get into the three keys. <laughs> To electrical service sales success, like Ken's going to help us with at the end of at the end of this uh, program, Ken, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself first and how you got started with this and and how you got to where you're at right now?
1: Yeah, not a problem, Joe. Thanks for uh, giving me that that opportunity. So I uh, started doing electrical when I was a so- junior in high school. I went to a vocational school for about two years, my junior and senior year, and then I got hired on with a, a commercial company. That put me through an apprenticeship program for about four years. And uh I left there, went to go work for another commercial company. And um, that's where I really learned majority of the electrical experiences I've had was um in the industrial commercial, working in hospitals and mm-hmm. schools. And uh it was a company that did really only did prevailing wage work. So I got tired of getting laid off so much when they didn't have the work. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I kind of hated working there because I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I decided to switch over and jump into residential because I'm doing it with friends uh, that I used to work with. I kind of grown to love it. And um, I, I worked for ADT for about five years doing learning how to fish walls and run wires and in, inside in commercial the best way to run it from the first floor to second floor. It was actually a great experience mm-hmm. for me. And then I really dove down. I left there and got into residential. And that is where I, I got into residential electrical. And I've been doing that for about eight years now. So a total of 20 years in the electrical industry. And uh, I, I just like meeting with new people every single day and helping them solve problems. It's, it's pretty great.
0: But it it brings up a point, like the commercial and industrial and all that kind of stuff is more of a uh, parts business, more like, here, here's your job, go do, go, go. It's kind of like kind of isolation, right? It's like, you know, just. Go, go play with the materials and parts uh the residential is definitely more uh it's 50 50 more people i'd say 50 percent people 50 percent parts and work you still got to know your stuff and it, i'll bet that has served you well with the confidence when you're in a home like i know what we need to do here like because uh, you've seen so many things in your commercial industrial background how, how have those two things come together the people and also the technical part of the trade for you
1: I, i'll tell you what i did love doing the commercial aspect i loved you know the pipe bending and and running wires and the digging wasn't my my favorite part working outside <laughs> a lot but uh i will say that it, i always thought and everybody i worked with told me that residential electricians really don't know what they're doing they're not real electricians and We it was kind of a joke we had until i found out that it kind of it's actually kind of harder than the doing um commercial because you know there's a lot of stuff you got to figure out what someone else did the old knob and tube wiring you don't know that mm-hmm. stuff when you're in a commercial electrician you just you're never even taught it
0: so hey, the commercial space you got a lot more room for one thing yeah. <laughs> and they've I mean, accommodated for access to electrical whereas in the home it's like no we're gonna bury all this stuff we're gonna we're gonna do it wrong and bury it yeah <laughs> let's
1: put it this way we use we use uh pvc three-quarter inch pvc as fishes in commercial space you can't you can't do that in a residential <laughs> house you know what i mean so fishing fish in the ceiling is just throwing a wire across the drop ceiling it's it's much much easier um, it's yeah. a little bit more physically strenuous, but mentally, I think residential takes the
0: cake. Yeah, the, you got to be more. I think the creativity, right? The uh, yeah. the find creative solutions that are not like the the engineering isn't done by somebody else. It's done by you, the tech You exactly. become half engineer, half uh, electrician, and then well, maybe th- I should say thirty thirty percent electrician, thirty three percent you know the engineer, and thirty three percent the people person too. Make sure that's all what I was going to say come. next.
1: Is like. You don't ever deal with the customers in a commercial and um, residential. That's not, that's eighty percent of your job is to make sure that customer is happy and they understand what's going on.
0: Well, that leads us right into our next segment, Ken, which is uh, so. It's something you have a wealth of knowledge, and if any electricians would want to know about electrical. Uh, solutions that maybe they're this, maybe, maybe above their pay grade. But I'm sure Ken sounds like he could help you even with that alone. So definitely he's a wealth. that's one thing I've noticed about Ken. He's a wealth of, he's a wealth of information, but he, he's approachable too. He's not, some of these engineers you can't uh, approach him because they don't know how to speak uh, to us, but he, Ken, so I like he's right there with us on that. Ken, let's go over the three uh, keys to electrical service sales success. Obviously you probably, if I told you 10 years ago, you'd be doing talking about having a meeting like today, He'd say, no way, Joe. there's no way if you told doing me, this, right?
1: If you told me three years ago, I was having a meeting like this today, I would tell you you're crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, honestly, I think the first thing is is building a rapport with the customer.
0: Generally. Number one is building a rapport with the customer. Go ahead, and tell us a little bit about that. So yeah. uh, when, you go, when you go in the house, your first goal is to say, let's create that relationship between me and the client. And then let's not let's not bring the company in on this right now. The company will have a chance to come in on this. Uh, we're, not, we're not not that we're ashamed of our company, but the primary relationship between you and the customer needs to be established first. Uh, go ahead and expand more on that, Ken, if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, I mean, what, when you go into a customer's house, you can go in there and say, you know, this is the price, this is how much it costs, this is, you know, this is what we do. And a lot of a lot of electricians do that, but when I go into the house, I, I like to touch on, you know how many kids do you have? Do you, are you, do you have grandkids? Are you married? You know, how long have you lived in this house? Do you plan on moving? Just make, basically making them feel comfortable with me. So to the point where I, I I even, sometimes I even forget what I, what I came there for, because I'm so immersed in talking about my twins. I have twins at home. They're three and a half years old talking about their kids. You know, next thing you know, I'm like, I'm so sorry, man. What is exactly (laughs) what I'm here for? Let's, let's get back on task. And I get, that's you know, a lot of times I get like a chuckle out of the customer. And I, I like that because, you know, you might turn someone that's really having a bad day because they can't figure out what's wrong with their electrical system. And then I come in and I make them feel better before I even start looking at it. So
0: yeah, I think I think said, I think it's like those to me, those are the best calls where you're saying <clears throat> about, you know, 20 minutes into it or even half an hour. You're like, oh, my goodness, we got to get to the electrical price. We yeah, never, we never even talked about that yet. What's what's going on now today here, right? That, yeah, don't that, tell to my, me, that don't is a good way of, Well, you <laughs> know what? I'm sure he would. You know, to me, I'd say your boss uh, would be happy to invest in the clients uh, because that's an investment that returns thousands and thousands of times. No, oh, yeah, You've he, that, he right? is definitely
1: he he definitely understands what I do, and he he agrees with it 100.
0: What's what's the company you're working with, guys? Uh, dream me, Team. Yeah, right. I
1: work for a Dream Team in
0: Pennsylvania in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, right? In the yep. Philly, that area, and uh, Gareth Kelly, right? Is his name? Yep, that's it. Yeah. Great, great, great guy there and a great company and everything, they put so much into the training, they invest so much into the training and invest so much into their clients that I think uh, a meeting like this to, talk, to show clients, even if they see it public, we don't got to be ashamed of how we uh, produce solutions for them. I think it's something we can talk about. I think all the clients would be fascinated. I think everybody would be. Uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, number one, so that, that relationship uh, and magic moments about that. Tell us a little bit about the magic moments you create. Do you guys ever work with that still, or how is that working for you? Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, there's a, there's, so I actually had one yesterday. So a customer was telling me that um, her, her son, she's moving away. So she's selling her house and she's moving to where her son is going to college because she wants to be close to, she wants to be there for him. And uh, as soon as she told me, I was like, you know, your son is very, very lucky to have you. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, I can't tell you too many parents that would say they're moving, moving away to spend time with their, to make sure their son has everything they need. He's uh he's getting ready to, I think he's getting ready to go into his sophomore year. So freshman year was really tough for him because he it was really far traveling so she's actually moving they're moving the whole family out to go to school where he goes to school and I thought that was
0: very nice I like to bring that up that is, is, is the effort praising the effort that people make is such a great thing and I, you can yeah. see that she's probably like shocked that electrician who's Mr. Technical Wizard would have the uh people presence take, to say that and that's really interesting
1: yeah just taking interest in their life that's I mean that really makes people feel that much better
0: yeah, and just I think you know we could learn from this. I think even in the mo- even the biggest businesses in the world start by getting to know the other side, other other people to, to kind of bring them into the family first before you start talking about money and all that part of it. Yeah. Uh, because because when you show that you, which is the second part of it, right? Uh, show that you care and that yeah. uh, that you're going to be honest, like like if it was your family. You'd say, you know, uh, we've got to be honest with you about this electrical system, which is step number two, you said before yeah. to me, which is to be honest about issues that you're seeing now and also ones that they're probably gonna see later because based on your vast experience, Gun. Tell us a little bit about that, about how you uh lot all attrition stand I stand in the way of the opportunity. Sounds like you have released uh, yourself to be honest with clients. Tell us about that. Yeah.
1: So I think the number one like the number two thing is to obviously be honest with the customer and to the point where. If they don't need a new panel today or they don't need to necessarily replace their service cable today, you tell them, hey, listen, your panel's in great shape. The service cable could, it's probably going to need to be done within the next two or three years. But that's not something you need to worry about today. This, This over here is something that needs to be taken care of today. So save yourself some money. Wait until next year to get next year or the year after to get the service cable done and let's take care of this. And a lot of times the customers will end up going with the top option because I'm being honest. I'm not trying to force it down their throat. I'm just being telling them, listen, you have a couple of years left, but we can do it today.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's the honest thing. We could do it two ways. We can uh you need this in a couple of years or maybe in five years on the panel and a couple of years on the cable. But you know, we can, right now we need this fixture or this uh setup over here it gets gotta get changed over here in that that, that utility box or what we have here. Uh, that's gotta get done uh, now because that's the cause of the problem here. Uh, and I think that's sort of like, you know what, Ken, you're the kind of like having that relationship, what impact does that relationship have on that honesty is it would be difficult to have that kind of level of honesty if you didn't have that relationship you both first, how are those two intertwined together?
1: So uh, a lot of people, when I come in their house, especially if it's like a VIP inspection, they're not looking to spend anything. So if you're going in there and saying, hey, listen, you I can save you money by not doing this right away, it almost like flips it in reverse where they're like, Well, no, I want to do that because uh, you're you're not trying to sell it to me. You're you're trying to tell me I, I should I can do it, but I don't necessarily need to today. I mean, a lot of times, Joe, I found that it has actually worked at the exact opposite of as you would think. You know, it they people actually because you've built that rapport with them in the beginning and you, they see that you're there for them. And then when you tell them, Hey, listen, let's save you some money. Let's not do this today. Let's take care of this, this main problem right here. And I don't always do that. It's just if there really is something that looks like it could be done in five years, some guys might not even bring it up, but I'm going to bring it up and say, Hey, listen, this is something you might want to save for in five years.
0: Way, let's put it this way, Ken. It's like if you had that kind of uh 20 minute conversation where you're talking about our family and our the eagles or flyers mm-hmm. or things like that and uh it's just the things they do for fun what do you guys do in the summer are you guys uh let's look a good time on the fourth of july or whatever you kind of have that uh, rapport like you said and you're just talking about their job their family the hobbies school kids and all, all that kind of stuff and then you're like oh let me tell you what's going on let me take a look at this thing now and <laughs> look at it it's like you know Joe, i gotta tell you something to be honest Here's the, I don't like what I'm seeing. This problem is really bad, but other problems too are going to happen. But right now you can wait on those for a couple of years. So you're honest part of it there. Here's the thing about it. I feel what, and what element, the element of scarcity that you create this relationship and you're honest about people and you're like, man, if this guy leaves, I'm not sure what I'm going to get the next time from anybody. Uh, but I, I might, as, I better take advantage of it. Does that make sense? Do you think, I think the element yeah. of scarcity might play on that to where to say, I like this guy. He's right. I see these problems are correct. Uh he's not lying to me. He's he's not trying to force me into it. This is, and what emerges in this moment I call is I'm not sure how you put this, but this is the kind of guy I want to do business with syndrome. Where, yeah. <laughs> where it's like where it's like, you know what, uh as long as you're here kind of as long as you're here, why don't you just take care of this for me? It's just kind of sound like that. Tell me what it uh, sounds like and when people kind of arrive at that conclusion or when they ask you or invite you to do this work? Because right? that's what's happening, right? They're inviting you to do the work, Ken?
1: Yeah, they're, they're inviting me to do the work. I, I'll tell you what, there's been times where I had a guy tell me he's getting three quotes on the first quote he's had. And at the end of the day, he uh, he said to me, he goes, "Yeah, I, I'm not getting any more quotes. Let's just get this done today. And I was like, well, I thought you wanted to get these quotes done. He's like, well, you made it very clear what needs to be done, what doesn't need to be done. And I really do appreciate the honesty. I don't think I would have ever gotten that from anyone else. So I want to, I want to make sure you're the guy doing my work.
0: Wow. That's high praise, right? That's, yeah. I mean, to me, I don't know about you feel, but if that was me, I'd be I feel like, I am walking on air right now. I got a chill on my spine when you just said that. Of course, every show <laughs> I do, I get a chill on my spine because many people have so much great things to say, but I, I kind of feel like you'd be walking on air. Why at the rest of that call? How do you feel about that?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, there's been times. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I just hit a home run. Um, when people come come back to me and say that to me and we get it done, it it, it feels great. And there's a lot of times where, you know, I'll get customers to say they don't have the money and, you know, you never assume what's another customer's I don't have the money means because they have no idea how much you're going to, how much your, your uh, solution is. They have no, and you have no idea what their I don't have money means. So I gave somebody the top option, the best top option I could possibly give this customer. And she kept saying, I don't have any money. And I'm like, that's fine. So I spent a lot of time, probably good to 45 minutes on my bottom five options. And as soon as I read the top option, she goes, I want the top option. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what about the rest of these options? And she's like, no, I want this option. I'm like, but there's, but I just made, I just did all this work on these bottom options. You're going to take my top option? And yeah, yeah, I want your top option. I was not ma- I kind of was a little mad. Like I just spent 45 minutes on all these <laughs> I was trying to really I find something a-
0: trying to find something affordable, and it turns out you just buy you did have the money, didn't you? Ah, I get it now. Well, but funny. you
1: never know. Like I that's <laughs> I just wanted to bring this on this podcast and say that because I said shared it with my guys, and mm-hmm. you'd never assume your I don't have any money is the same as the customers
0: because which, they which, might be Was why, why I'm wearing the shirt, Ken. That's why I'm wearing exactly that. I'm I, if I send you one of these shirts, Ken, would you like that for the podcast? I would cannabis?
1: love it. I would wear what, it at work.
0: What, what's your size? I'll send it I'm extra, an extra large. large. I'll get Don't it. Don't tell it's, anybody else. It's it's coming. To, it's in the mail. Don't worry. Okay. I'll get send it, to you. it. You'll get home with those today. That's right. Yeah. I think that's it. I think it's like the, the relationship. And then, you know, to me also, it's like, uh, I would say there's two kinds of electricians. Some people are just exhausted at the end of the day, but when you have this kind of relationship, I would say the relationship and the honesty and, you know, having that kind of situation to me, some days I have more energy at the end of the day than I did start. It builds the you day. up, Jeff.
1: Right? Yeah. Sometimes it just builds you up. All the positivity you get from the customers, it just makes you have a great day. You yeah, feel I, think
0: that, I think when we are kind of get negative or depressed or exhausted, I think sometimes we're putting it too much on ourselves and not involving the customer enough. What would you feel about that? If I said that? That's
1: actually a really good uh, question because um, last, I guess, June, I was, I was having a tough month. I have I had some stuff going on with my house, renovations and stuff. And, I, you know, I kind of took it to work with me. And uh, I sat down and talk, had a conversation with both my bosses. I had a really bad two weeks. Really bad. Had a conversation with both my bosses. We talked about it. And, you know, basically they, they made me understand that. It was my attitude. And, you know, my mentality is what was hurting me in the field. So after having a conversation with them, it was a Thursday. Friday, I sold like I don't know. Six seven thousand dollars, and then which is still good, and then i I took a call on a Saturday, and Joe, I don't really work Saturdays unless a customer requests it, but I took mm-hmm. an emergency call that we had really bad storms here, and I sold a sixteen thousand dollar job, mm-hmm. and then from the rest of that month um I just it was the, the following week was the next month, and all of July, I sold hundred and sixty one thousand uh, wow. and i just, I hit it. I, I just it's how you Your mental state is everything because if you're not in a good headspace, how can you show the customer that you, you know, you you have your everything in on their job, you know.
0: I really like that. And that's it is it's, you know, uh, I would say for every person who loses their job because they're not a good electrician. There's eight people who lose their job because their headspace is in the wrong space and they're focused too much on other things than they're focused on the customer and the client and the solutions like they should be on each opportunity something else that stands out away from us takes us away from that focus positivity like that. positivity
1: goes a long way it,
0: it really does in that. all
1: aspects of life
0: it really does and I, I feel i'm feeling it right now from you it's it's radiating through the uh through my zoom screen right now but uh, ken one last thing the third thing you said is uh assisting clients to find the right solution so you're honest about the problems. You're honest about what we need now, what we need later. Here's all the options. We do them all together. We do it that way, or we just do them one and do them one at a time, and come back over a period of time and do them. Or you say, uh, finally, it's like, well, let me help you find the one that's right for you. And in the case of that woman, she found that the premium one, even yeah. though you were you're focused on the economy one, she buys the premium one and kind of like, what? I just worked on 45 minutes on find something <laughs> affordable, <laughs> and you did that. But bottom line is that I think we're all happy. When people find the right solution, it, and whether it's the premium, mid-range, or economy solution, tell us about yeah. that helping people through it. Because sometimes people want to kind of stop, or they get stuck there, and you kind of help unstick them. Tell me about that.
1: Well, I, I there's have actually have a lot of times where customers were like, "Okay," after you give them the options, and you're like, mm-hmm.
0: well, "Yeah, okay, I get what, it. Okay, okay, that looks
1: good." Then, uh, so uh, <laughs> what, what should we do here? And you know uh-huh. they they go oh, well. I, you know I want to talk to my wife. I said, oh yeah, I completely understand. Now um, when I got here this morning, what, what was it that you said you wanted to get done? Oh, you wanted to get I wanted to get this done today. Oh, you wanted to get this done today. All right, so what what of these options? Do you think um, better suits you and, you and your family? Mm-hmm. Well, you know uh, that middle option. I honestly, I just think um, walk helping. You're not you're not forcing anything on them. You're yeah, just, just kind of like a, You're like a tour. Them think.
0: Like a tour guide of yeah, the options, right? Like uh what's it? You're I, helping I, them think. Yeah, I like I, and I like that first way of looking at it like when they get stuck instead of trying to use some technique or like oh Joe which is your favorite one which one stands out as your favorite type of thing. To me that's a great way of doing it cuz like hey what what would you rate? I was another way of doing it is like hey if you had to rate your favorite one on a scale of 1 to 5 which would be more of the 5 which would be more of the 1. That's a uh, type of type of thing there too so if you're giving it a rating system which would which would be the one your favorite right now. Uh, tell me your favorite. We forget the price, and I'll see what I can do about that. Uh, and then, yeah, probably the top one. Well, what do you like the top one for? What about the economy one? No, I don't like the economy. I want to get it done right. You know, all that kind of thing. Uh, I think that's it. We're just kind of helping people to get it to a conclusion, uh, because I don't know, Ken. And no matter you've always learned that even the commercial industrial kind of comes full circle, that the job doesn't get done, you're not a really good electrician. Does that make sense? Right. Does that make sense? Does that make sense, Yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: I mean, I think the number one thing is, is like when someone says, you know, they have to think about it, yeah, let them think about it, help them think about it. If they want to sleep on it, go ahead. I'll, I'll be in my car for 10 minutes, a half hour, take a nap, I'll be back in. You know, not quite, nice. but you no, know, it's just, I think helping them pick the best thing that suits them. And so, and, and if they show concerns about financing or money, hey, listen, I understand your concerns. Is there anything on here you think we can get done today and we can take care of the rest later? never walk away with nothing because you they called you out there for a reason not to just say hi to you you're out there to do a job at the very minimum you should be doing what you got called out for and that's how i like to take every job
0: well ken they always say a great podcast starts on time which ours did but it also ends on time which ours is going a little bit over but that's okay Uh you know what Uh, because it's rare ken to find a qualified, uh, you know, journeyman, somebody who knows what they're doing from a technical standpoint. And I'm, I'm similar to you. I, when I get into something like this, I'm a kind of a technical geek when it comes to that part of it. There, but I'm also learned how that uh, the value of the relationship, and certainly, can my relationship with you, I will treasure forever. I know that as long as I live, I'll treasure that for sure. Yeah,
1: man, I really appreciate it. I, you know, you've, uh, you've helped me, you've helped me through a lot here, so.
0: You know, awesome. Ken, it's a labor of love and definitely, it always feels good to see somebody who takes, uh, you ever heard the new term they call ask hole. You ever heard that one? Yeah. So somebody who asks you a question, but doesn't follow your advice. You're the opposite of that, Ken. You're uh, the kind of guy who calls me and I give you advice, you take it and it sounds like your boss uh, gave you that advice. You got back on track there and you're coachable. And that's really... Uh, It's a pleasure to help people who want to help themselves, right? That's the part of it. And Ken, you've done nothing but always do that. I appreciate it. Thanks for spending some time with us today. And I I know you're going to help thousands of electricians by listening to this podcast. And I really appreciate you being on with me today. I appreciate you. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great one. We'll see you on the next episode, everybody. Goodbye.